The following teaching is brought to you by Crosspoint Church. For sermon notes and other resources, visit go to crosspoint.com. Good morning, everybody. Man, I love the energy. Well, I'm from Asia, particularly uh, from India, and I'm from a tiny city called Calcutta. <laughs> Man, uh, this, this morning I want to share some of the pages of my life, but before that uh, I want to share that my mom and dad are still back in India, and we have a picture of that. Yes, look at that. Yeah, that is colorful, and we always dress like that in India. Always. It is hot, and we dress like that. I'm just kidding. No. Uh, <laughs> there was one time when, for the first time, in fact, my mom and dad went to New Delhi outside of their town, and we got the privilege to take a picture together. Right now, I live in Colorado, Colorado Springs. I am married with this beautiful woman named Christina. And we have two little daughters. And we have a picture of that. Yes. Yes. Oh, man. On the right-hand side is Mela. She's about to be three years old. And on the left-hand side is Jessa. Jessa just turned eight months old. And whenever I see them and I play with them, and I don't know why, my childhood's memories just comes back. It just comes back. And I just sit down and just think what I did when I was three, four, or five years old. So I'll be sharing my testimony with you a little bit. Uh, but before that, we have a video. So let's check this video real quick. Baik, terima kasih fungsi papan data anak untuk mengetahui anak-anak yang terdaftar di PPA, berapa seluruhnya, berapa yang dapat sponsor, dan berapa yang belum punya sponsor. Waktu teman dapat sponsor, saya sakit hati karena tidak dapat sponsor. Tiga empat bulan ke depan bahwa anak-anak ini akan memiliki sponsor melalui tangan-tangan Tuhan untuk menjamah hati para yang punya yang bisa peduli kepada anak Tuhan akan memberikan yang terbaik buat keluarga ini ada sukacita Asti keluarganya Asti mendapat sponsor dan ini surat dari sponsor yang buat Asti Terima kasih banyak 
bawa anak saya baik saya kasih masuk PPA saya hari ini saya bangga sekali tapi Tuhan yang balas saya tidak mampu balas tapi Tuhan yang balas tidak pernah saya mimpi bahwa sponsornya Aki hari ini ada tapi saya bangga sekali sehingga saya jatuh air mata terima kasih banyak berlimpah-limpah mereka anak-anak itu merasa dekat dengan sponsornya dan jadi ketika mereka menceritakan isi surat seperti itu anak-anak merasa luar biasa bahwa itu tidak bisa dibayangin seperti itu senang senang menjadi sponsormu mungkin pikirnya ya sekedar komunikasi saja tetapi lebih daripada itu kedekatannya lebih dekat sekali dan saya berterima kasih kepada Tuhan yang bisa memberikan sponsor kepada anak sebagai anak dan bapak dan saya berterima kasih kepada Compassion sebagai jembatan yang dapat menghubungkan yang ada di seberang bisa menjadi satu itu kebanggaan saya dan saya merasa senang sekali because I could just relate to her story. I was six years old when I got into the program and waited for a year to get a sponsor. The day when I got a sponsor, my mom, my dad, and myself were sitting down and were just crying as Helena's mom, Helena and I, and her dad was crying. That was the first picture that was taken of me when I got into the program. But the question comes now, how did I get into the Compassion program, right? So let me take you to 1994 on the street of Calcutta. I still remember every single morning I would be excited and I would wake up from this little chanty. This little chanty was made up of four wooden poles and a blue turp will be surrounding these four wooden poles. This blue tarp has several holes in it. There wasn't any running water in this house. There wasn't any air conditioning in this house. There wasn't any electricity in this house. But every single morning, I'll be excited because every single morning I got the opportunity to go for shopping. Well, I never went for shopping in Target Walmart, or fancy malls that we see over here. But yet, yes, I went for shopping. I went for shopping in the city dumpster every single day without a fail. Because that was the only place that I could get maybe half rotten bread or maybe a bowl of rice that is half rotten too. 
On a good day, I'll get this bowl of rice by fighting with other kids. And I would be happy because I ate something. But on a bad day, I'll be beaten up by other kids because I didn't have the strength to fight against them. So tears in my eyes and pain in my stomach, I would just come back to my little chanty and I would just sit down there. And I would just cry. And I would just think, I wish I had some food today. But before that, I had my favorite stop. And this stop was standing in front of a school. And I still remember, this school was three-story building. The walls were painted white, and these windows were painted blue. And I would see all these kids waving from that window to their mom and dad saying bye to them. They're happy. They have proper uniform. They're entering this school. And I would stand there and I would think, man, I wonder how life could be beautiful inside those walls. So what I would do is I would climb up a mango tree and I'll try to see what was going inside. And I will climb up right on the top and I will see all these kids. They have toys to play with. They have soccer balls to play with. And they are happy. They are giggling. And all in a sudden I will see the teachers are telling them, hey, say A for apple, B for ball, C for cat. And I was like, man, that sounds great. But I don't know what they are talking about. Because at that time I didn't know English. And all in a sudden, I'll see all these kids opening their tiffin box. And they have this warm bread. They're breaking. They're eating. And I would sit down there and I would think, man, I wish. One day, my mom can prepare a warm meal for me that I can also have a tiffin box. But that never happened in that season of our life. In fact, what happened, the gatekeeper called me down from that mango tree and told me, you don't deserve to be over here. Look at you, how dirty you are. You're born in poverty. Most likely, you'll be dying in poverty. And he started abusing me physically and verbally. And I was put down on the ground and he was just kicking me. And I could just save myself somehow and I just ran back to my little chanty and I just hugged my mom. And I just started complaining to her mom, this is what the gatekeeper has done to me. Why don't you do something? I still remember my mom hold my face kissed my forehead and said to me, I'm so sorry, son, but the gatekeeper is right. Most likely we will be dying in poverty. You know what? I wish my mom that day said to me, no, those are all lies. We can break the wall of poverty. But no, she believed in those lies, what the gatekeeper told me. In fact, in this season, we have been thrown out from that little chanty because my parents couldn't rent that little space. 
We've been thrown out on the street of Calcutta, and I still remember every single day, every night, we would cover ourselves with trash to make ourselves warm during the winter days. Or in the monsoon days, we'll have this little, little plastic bag covering ourselves so that we, we don't get wet. In this season, I saw my fellow friends dying on the street of Calcutta. There wasn't enough food. There wasn't enough clothes. There wasn't medical supplies to help us in that season. There wasn't any clean water. I thought, man, there won't be a sunshine in my life the next day. In fact, I wanted to be dead because the desperation was so high. The darkness was just creeping in our life. But I always say, a hope and a hallelujah was raised from Kentucky Legs in Tan by my sponsor Stephen and Michelle Grooms in this season of our life when they partnered with Compassion and Compassion partnered with my local church through which I got to know about Jesus through which I got the opportunity to go to the local church for the first time. And these people came to our neighborhood, I still remember, and they would come up to me and say to me, hey, man, like we see you over here, you know, and uh, Jesus loves you, and this is a bread for you. I'm like, oh, okay, that's great. Jesus loves me. Give me that bread. So I would take that bread, and I would just eat it, and I still remember. I finished it, and I said, okay, do you have another bread? And they're like, uh, uh, yes, we have another bread. There you go. Uh, man. I finished each and every crumb of those two bread. And my next question to them was, who is Jesus over here that you said he loves me? And they said, hey, let's go to the local church and we'll talk about Jesus. And that was the first time I got to know and hear the name Jesus. And now I was entering this local church and this place was weird. <laughs> you guys come to a church. You know how weird it is. Uh, I use the word weird because of this. I'm going to explain you. Uh, when I was entering this local church, uh, this guy was like, Hi, what's your name? I'm like. Wow, man, nobody got this excited ever, like seeing me. They would always tell me, you're dirty, get away from me. You smell, you stink. But this guy was like giving me hugs. For the first time, somebody asked me, what is your name? Can you believe that? And I said, my name is Sandeep. And he said, well, you know, Sandeep, we are over here. We are excited to see you. You want to play some games? I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. I played some games and then he come back again and tells me, hey, Sandeep, are you hungry? Well, I wasn't hungry, but I said, yes, I am hungry. <laughs> I'm like, man, I don't know I can come back to this place tomorrow or not. So let me just feed myself till here. <laughs> and they're like, well, Sandeep, you know, we got lentils, we got rice, we got chapati, naan. It's kind of a bread in India. Uh, we got fish, we got chicken. What do you say? You had chicken? 
And they're like, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to take chicken. And I got the chicken, man, and I loved it. I loved it. It was delicious. For the first time I had chicken. And after that, they took the picture that was up uh, that you saw a little bit earlier. That's, look at that. I'm smiling after having chicken. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I am happy, man. Uh, you know, and I always say, when I went to the Compassion Program, I got chicken, I got food, I got clothes, I got blankets, I got mosquito nets, I got health care, I got clean water, I got shelter. All those things are so important and made a huge difference in my life, but didn't change my life. Let me tell you what changed my life. What changed my life when that guy said, Jesus loves you. What changed my life was the word of God for which I got salvation. Not only me, I got the opportunity to bring the word to my family and to my community. Can we just praise Jesus for that? Man. In fact, in this season, compassion, my pastor tells me, hey, Sandeep, uh, we know you're struggling a little bit. You know, we, we're going to help you to set up a business on the street. So Compassion helped us to set up a business on the street. And we were selling vegetables. Well, that's my Indian accent. Vegetables. Uh, over here we say vegetables. <laughs> vegetables. There you go. I, got to, I really got to think when I say that. Uh, so we were selling vegetables on the street, and we were selling potatoes. And people would tell me, Sandeep, you are so great in selling potatoes. You should be doing this for the rest of your life. I'm like, no, I don't want to sell potatoes for the rest of my life. But they're like, but you're so good at it. I'm like, so what? But they're like, no, because, you know, you, you cannot go and pursue more education or university because you don't have the finance, you know. But you are so good in selling potatoes. Okay, so let's say this is a potato. And this is what I used to do. I would make a smiley face on a potato and another potato, not smiley face. And I would go to my buyer and I would tell them, look at this potato. It's smiling at you. This potato needs you. And, and they thought it is funny as you are laughing, right? They were like, yes, I want that smiley potato. And there you go. And people love that. And people said, you are a great seller of potato. You should be doing that. But I got very discouraged when they would just see me as a potato seller on the street of Calcutta. But in that season, my sponsor wrote me a letter saying, Sandeep, you can do anything and everything through Christ. Because all the strength comes from him. And this family from Kentucky, Lexington, we have a picture of that. They started pouring in me, man. They started telling me, Sandeep, it feels like you are thousands and thousands miles away, but it feels like you are my neighbor. They started writing me letters every other month. 
In fact, one day they wrote me a letter saying, Sandeep, your picture is on our refrigerator. And I got really mad. I'm like, in India, first of all, we don't have refrigerator. And second of all, I was thinking, why my picture is inside the refrigerator? <laughs> because English is my fourth language. So I didn't understand the picture was on the refrigerator, not in the refrigerator. <laughs> so, so I was mad. I went to my pastor and I said, why are they keeping my picture inside the refrigerator? They're like, no, no, son. It is on the refrigerator. They're praying for you. And, man, that meant so much. I knew very few people in my community that was praying for me. But just to know that this family from the other side of the planet was praying for me was so huge. In fact, in this season, I, I finished my grade 10, about to go to grade 11 and 12. My pastor, Compassion, told me, Sandeep, what you going to do next? And I was a little worried and I was crying one day thinking that I cannot go to grade 11 and 12 because in India it is a little bit expensive. So my, my pastor come up to me and tells me, Sandeep, you don't have to cry. What's, what's going on? Tell me. And I was like, I want to go to grade 11 and 12 but I don't have the money. And he tells me, Sandeep, compassion, your sponsor and the church will help you to go to any school you want. Guess. Which school I went to. I went back to the same school where 10 years back I used to stand and I used to think how life could be beautiful inside those walls. I was standing in front of the school and I was entering and I took a pause and I was looking on that mango tree. I was like, Lord, you're so good. And I was with my friend. I was just crying like a baby. And my friend was like, oh, what's happening, man? Like, there's a lot of people over here. I'm like, man, I, I don't know. And I just went on my knees all in a sudden. And I started praying to my heavenly father in front of that gate in that point of time, praying to him, telling him, thank you, Lord, for this opportunity that you have given me to be over here and experience this. And my friend was like, something is weird going on with you. I'm going to leave. You do your thing. And I, I, I said, okay, I got I to talk to my Heavenly Father. I was sitting down there and I was just praying and believe you me, my heavenly father was telling me, Sandeep, do you understand my delay is not denial. Let me repeat myself, his delay is not denial. I don't know what season of life you're in and you entered into this room. Let me encourage you, if things are being delayed, let me tell you. He would never deny you because each one of us are beautifully and majestically has been created in his image. Amen? Man, I finished my grade 12 about to go to university now. 
And I said to my friend, teachers, and neighbors that I want to pursue a hospitality degree. And they were like, a very bad idea. Please don't do that. I'm like, why not? I'm excited. I want to do it, you know. I want to go and work in hotels, airline shipping, and this. That's what I want to do. They're like, no, you don't want to do that because, Sandeep, your English is like rotten cabbage. <laughs> I'm like, okay, all right. And then they're like, you know what, like, you're not handsome. I'm like, wow, man, thank you. Like, this is, this is the most encouraging day of my life. Like, man, you're boosting and pumping me up. And, and then somebody told me, Sandeep, you're not qualified to do hospitality degree. But this is what I believe. God doesn't always call the qualified. He qualifies the called. Are you with me? I finished my grade 12 and... This morning I'm standing in front of you being a graduate from a hospitality degree school, finished in India, and another degree from Napier University, which is in Scotland. I never went to Scotland. The teachers used to come in India, and I finished that. Not because of my own strength, but because of his strength, what he poured in me. Because I felt he was calling me to do that. So this morning, I want to raise my voice to those who said I'm not handsome. <laughs> this might get a little bit cheesy, but I'm going to say it. I have to say it. So this is the point I want to make, and I'm very serious about this. Maybe I'm not handsome, but God has equipped me to lend my hand to some. Because there are still kids in poverty that are drowning in the darkness. Because some handsome hands from Kentucky Lexington 25, 26 years ago lent their handsome hand to me to pull me up when I was drowning. When I thought the next day I'll be dying. They gave me a new life in Jesus. Man. I'm blessed to be over here this morning. And we are blessed as a family to sponsor three kids. One kid is from Ecuador, Wendy. We have a picture of Wendy. And then the next one is Shujan from Bangladesh. And the third one, I don't have the picture. I never met her. She's from Togo. Her name is Germaine. But you know what, when I, when I met these two kids that we sponsor as a family, I said, what is the best thing that, that you like about the local church? You know the first thing they told me? It's not about chicken. <laughs> it's not about soccer balls. What they told me was, we love how we get loved inside the local church. We love how people see us in this local church. We love to be over here because Jesus loves us. 
And I was just crying. I'm like, man, what a blessing to come alongside of them and give them hope in Christ. My last story will be about my mom. You know, when I said we have been thrown out on the street of Calcutta, we, we never had a house. We were covering ourselves with trash. I still remember this day my mom was sitting down on the street. It was raining heavily. And we were covering ourselves with a little tarp. And my mom was telling me, Sandeep, my son, I wish one day we'll have a house. But I know this will never happen. She will point her finger to this building and say, man, it feels so great if we can be up there. But that never happened. This past year, I was blessed to go to India with my wife and the firstborn Mela. And we were in India, and I was talking to my mom. And all in a sudden, I took out these keys from my pocket and gave it to my mom. And I said to her, Mom, these are the house keys that we always dreamt about. And we have a picture of that. I gave that key and my mom was just weeping and was just crying and was telling me, Sandeep, you didn't forget what I said to you. I said, no, mom, I didn't forget. And my mom said, this house won't be the house of ours. This will be the Lord's house. So that other people can come and stay in this house and we can praise his name. You know what happened through the sponsorship that I got? Through compassion? I got salvation. That's the first thing. Come on now. Yeah, you can clap for that. You know the second thing what happened? I could fulfill. Thank you so much. I can fulfill my mom's dream after so many years. And I feel like if today we are obedient in sponsoring these children that is all around this room, we will be giving a new hope and new life in Jesus' name to them so that their dream can be fulfilled. Not only theirs, their mom and their dad's dream can be fulfilled too. Thank you so much for listening to me. It's been a pleasure to be over here and share what God has done in my life. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. For more resources, check out go to crosspoint.com.